So, first things first. In episode 14, I messed up. I'll admit it. How dare you? I was wrong. I gave Zem gift of alacrity because I misremembered it being in that spell book. That's fine. You can keep the spell. The other spell that was actually in the book was Fortune's Favor. Still a second level spell that can't be added yet, but wanted to clear that up. So when you can learn second level wizard spells, you'll be able to put Fortune's Favor into your book. Um, so just to be clear, you copied Detect Magic and Gift of Alacrity into your spell book. Um, and later you'll be able to add Mind Spike and Fortune's Favor. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. A heart really. This does not excuse the fact that you skipped the intro. Come back here! Last time on Slay the Stars, the two of you fought over directions traveling north out of Ocean Guard. You met back up with Aaron, the child who also sells vegetables, and Knight of the Garden, who informed you that two people did pass through looking for you. But aside from that, things seemed calm. You found new wanted posters that had information concerning both of you and Karina. Char, you did your best to tear them down wherever you saw them. You guys spent a wet night camped in or under the wagon, and Zem, your pendulum let you know that Dalius has betrayed you, but in what way, you're not sure. You were attacked by a two-headed crocodile that seemed to be suffering from this blight afflicting the wildlife, which you managed to dispatch. In the morning, you set off on your travels, and at about dinner time, you're going to make it to the Midway Tavern. But first, any questions, concerns... Anything the two of you wanted to discuss over breakfast or during your morning slash afternoon travels? I kind of want to cons consult the cards. You can certainly do that. So first, um, can I look through them and see if anything has changed? Roll me an investigation check. 17. All right. Uh, as you take a look through the cards... You don't immediately notice that anything on any of them has changed, and you do not recognize any new cards. Okay. So what kind of a spread are you doing this time? I want to do a three-card spread. Um, and I'm going to... The first card is going to be our situation. The second card is going to be what's um, an obstacle in our way. And the third card is going to be a solution card. I dig it. All right. Roll your D100s. Okay. Just to give a little bit of a refresher, um, I've created a table with all of the major arcana tarot cards on it. Uh, tied to D100 values, uh, Zem is going to roll the dice to determine which card comes up. And depending on whether that card is odd or even, that will tell you if the card is um, its usual upright value or if it is reversed, meaning it would be upside down. So my first card is 87. Okay. Your first card is the sun. Uh, the second card is 22. The Emperor. Oh, wait. The 87 card would have been reversed. Sorry. I should have said that. And then our double zeros 
I have a double zero and a five, so that's five, right? Yes, that's five. Uh, five is the fool, and that would be reversed as well. Interesting. The first card is the sun card. It's it's reversed. This card represents your inner child. The second card is the emperor. This card represents a father figure, someone of authority. The third card is the fool, also reversed. This card represents new beginnings. Looking at these cards, hmm. To me, this says you've repressed your inner child who's yearning to come out. You struggle to see the bright side. All work and no play does not make for a healthy mind. Adding to this is a powerful father figure who makes many demands and binds you with rules and regulations. To him, respect and authority and status add to his power and recognition and are his entire motivation. To push past this, you must embrace new beginnings, take advantage of the potential of a new opportunity, and commit to following your heart. Is there anything else that you wanted to accomplish on your trip, on your travels? Sure. Anything you have on your mind? Um, I don't think so. Uh, in my brain, though, I'm probably mentally trying to be like, okay, how much do we owe this tavern? Because I know we probably owe them something, and we left without paying them shit. We 100% did not pay that bill. Yeah, you did not pay that bill. Yeah, so he's like mentally preparing for that conversation because okay. he's not charismatic. Fair, fair. Uh, okay, so I need you both to do me something. Um, you can choose to roll either perception or investigation and an insight roll. And just let me know which one you're rolling. A perception. Investigation. Okay, what did you get for your investigation? 11. Okay. And for your insight, Zem? 10. And Shar, for your perception? 17. And for your insight? 16. Also, I need to roll poor tense for today, so I'm going to do that right now. How many ones have you rolled today? One more to the toilet. That's five. So you have five dice in the toilet. I have five dice in the toilet. Dear God. Did you hear yourself? What did I say? Dive dice <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> hmm. I don't speak professionally for a living. Oh, here's another one that goes in the toilet. So my my poor tense, I have a one and a ten. Great. So you, my dice are giving me only ones, and you can bestow another one on me at another time. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so... Uh, the two of you travel. It's fairly quiet. Um, as you come up to the tavern, it is evening time. You notice that the sign out front that was hanging from a post has been broken into almost like somebody busted it over their knee and just dropped it on the ground. Um, you don't hear music like before, but it's still pretty early in the evening. There are two horses tied out front on the hitching post, but no carts. Um, 
Shar, you hear two men speaking, not loudly, kind of softly, um, coming from the open door. Uh, there is another one of these wanted posters nailed to the post where the sign used to be. Is it us? It is the same poster that you guys saw. And it's nailed down? Yes. And they're around us, so they would see if I tear it down. There's nobody outside. There's two men in the tavern talking that you can sort of hear through the open door, but there's nobody standing around outside. I'm going to try to stealthily just take it down. All right. Uh, roll me a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand. While he's doing that, I'm going to take some time and um, like stay in the cart and um, call Tora as a ritual. Okay. Ten. Even. All right. It's a good thing they rolled up one to perceive you. Huzzah. <laughs> um, all right. Um, as he's sneaking over to get that, you've taken some time. Tora poofs into being. Um, I want to, like, send her into the tavern. Um, if there's an open window, actually, I need to check and see if there's any open windows. Uh, the windows are cracked open and the door is open. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so I want to send her through just to see if other, aside from, um, the barkeep and, and the people working there, if any, we recognize anyone in, in there. Okay. Um, before we get to that, what are the two of you wearing? I need to be clear about this because there's many options at this point. I'm wearing the, uh, tan and white dress. Okay. Was I still wearing the dress? Situation. I don't know. I don't you think were wearing. I was. It you, was the next were, morning. So. You got soaked in the white dress in right, the rain. Right. So I wouldn't then. I'd be back to normal clothes and the cloak. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, so, Tora flies in. Are you trying to have her do this sneakily? Um. I mean. It doesn't matter. They rolled a one for their perception. I'm not going to, you know what? I'm not going to have you roll. It's fine. Well, I was, I was just going to say, I'm just going to have her like go in and like n not be in their, not like super in their face, but. Sure. Um, so she sort of flutters in and what she sees is, are you seeing through her eyes? No, no. I'm going to, I'm going to have her come back and then. Okay. So she floats in, takes a second, kind of does a quick circuit around the room and flies back out. Um, uh, did you see anyone in there that, uh, we've seen before? Uh, she sort of bobs up and down in the air. As a yes? As a yes. Um, is it someone new besides the employees that we've seen before? Like, I mean, did you recognize the patrons? She goes back and forth. Okay. Meaning no. Okay. Um, thank you. And I'm just going to like pull my hair to the side so that if she wants to hide up in there, she can. Okay. She crawls up into your hair. Okay. Uh, I'm following Zen lead going into the bar then, but I'm still. Oh, I didn't go in. I sent, oh. I sent Tora in and Tora out. Oh, wait. Okay. I'm in the, I'm in the cart. I called her. She went in, she scoped it and we're sitting. Okay. So what did she see? She only recognized the the employees, not the others. So I don't. It's a gamble, but okay. I'm gonna check around the carts real quick. 
because there there is a cart for the other two, right? There, there is no other cart there. Just two horses out front. Of the oh, there, but post. there is two. There are two horses on the hitching post. Yeah. I'm gonna quickly do a glance over, see if there's anything I recognize in the bags. Okay. Like just like it doesn't seem like weapons. Does it seem like just traveling goods? That kind of thing. Okay. One of the horses looks sturdy enough. It's probably a work animal. Used to work one of the farms nearby. Uh, the other is old, um, very old. Shabby doesn't look like it's been brushed very frequently. Maybe was a work animal at some point. You would be very saddened if you saw this thing pulling a plow. Um, it probably shouldn't even be ridden in its current state. But neither of them are packed like they're leaving on some sort of long trip, anything like that. Cool. Alrighty. Okay, so it is just to confirm because my brain is just dumb. Short trip. Yeah. Simple supplies, nothing major. Doesn't they look don't even have any supplies. No bags. Just a regular riding saddle. And both of them. One of them looks like it's currently a workhorse. One of them looks like it was, maybe still is, but it's probably too old for that. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to be the dummy on this situation, or do you want to go in first? Um, <clears throat> I think... I should probably go in first. Okay. Do you want me to give a count of three or just go in with you? Well, I think first we need to decide, are we going to go in like apologizing and here's your money? Oh, then, then that means I need to go in first. Do you know how much we owed? Do we know how much we owed? We do. I do. Because um, my notes exploded. So if I had it. I don't have it anymore. They probably don't remember. Because <laughs> I don't remember. I did not write that down. I think I think it was around three. Okay. Uh, okay. If I need to, I'll just run out and then you can cover me. How about that? We'll try that this time. All right. Okay. I'm going to go to the door and stop. Kind of like mentally trying to psych myself up for the conversation. All right. Okay. The door is open. You're just standing there. <laughs> the three people turn to see you, like, kind of, like, hyping yourself up with your eyes closed in the doorway. And when you open your eyes, there are three people just looking at you. Uh, 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 hi. Um, and I'm going to cross the threshold at that point. Okay. Um, we had a, a, a misunderstanding, and I just wanted to clear up. That misunderstanding of payment. Sure, you're incredibly nervous uh, in this moment. You're not really like noticing what's going on around you. Uh, the only patrons in the establishment are two older gentlemen. One man who is, he's human, probably in his 80s, um, is sitting and drinking with another man who's probably in his 60s. Um, and they notice you. You say, oh, there's no problem with payment or whatever. And they just sort of like turn like, whatever, we don't give a shit and go back to drinking. Um, the only other person in the room right now, though, is Juliet. She's currently working behind the bar. And she like squints. And then her eyes go wide. And she's like, oh, um, Xander? Yes. Yeah, Xander. Hi. I'm going to go up closer to the bar. Hi. Yeah. Um. You helped us 
Yeah. How many days has it been? Like four, five? Something that, like that, probably. A few days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, 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 I did. We, and um, we, I came back to make sure that that you were uh, paid and compensated for your help with that. Oh, um, yes. Not, um, not concerned about my well-being or my grandfather's well-being, but just worried about the coin. Um, certainly, yes. Well, it's a start. Um, was everything okay? Um, define okay. Um, I'm here working. My grandfather is still at home recovering from the broken arm he was given. Hmm. Can I hear this? I mean, probably she's not being quiet about it. I'm if gonna, you're standing outside, you can hear this. I'm I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna say, we we wanted to pay our our bill, uh, but I also want to let you know, and I'm lowering my voice so that just she can hear me. They're never going to be a problem again. For look at me. I'm saying to her. Yeah. <laughs> you both looked right at me and I was like, Ugh! Well, it, was, it was like a, it was like a reflex. Me. Yeah. Just look at you and you're just like, look at me. I am the uh, captain now. For anyone. Because I'm even with your just average insight when you say that, there's like a wave of like gratification that softens. She was angry. She was ready to rip Char a new butthole. Stop um, it. <laughs> but. Um, you saying that has brought her some measure of peace and she's like, I'm sorry. It's just, it's been very stressful for me. Um, I, we don't have other help here. So now I'm sort of running the bar. My mother's still in the back, um, cooking, but, uh, until grandfather is better, it's just the two of us. Um, but if, if you wish to pay your tab, that would be fine are you hungry do you guys need anything to eat i i think just a a room for now would if you have any available yeah you are here early um nobody else is staying with us for the night so you have your pick of the place um we aren't even expecting any live music tonight so you could have the the large corner room where we usually keep the bards they get a big room no you know what i I don't need to know. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, it's sort of our way of saying thank you for them performing. And they usually have guests, you know. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Certainly. Sure. Yeah, that works. All right. Um, and she says, let me go tell mother we have somebody saying. And. Holy. Oh, I thought that was another one. I'm like, what the fuck? No. Um. Unfortunately, her sleight of hand is still not good enough to beat your perception check, Char. You see her grab a pouch from under the counter before she turns around to start walking back into the back room where the kitchen is. A pouch? Yeah, it looks almost like the size of a coin purse. But she was definitely trying to... She didn't want you to see it. Oh. 
That's okay. the only reason you notice it is because she seemed to do it sneakily. Okay, I'm going to sit down at the bar and try to listen into the other two people that are there if they're talking. Okay. How about that? Because sure. it's weird, but he's not going to do anything about it yet. Sure. Uh, the two people in the back, uh, you hear them talking. They're both farmers. Uh, the the 60-something-year-old man is trying to buy land from the 80-something-year-old man. And he's saying, listen, you're too old to be out there working the field. That horse out there can barely carry you, let alone pull a plow. Just sell me the land. I'll work it. And you can go retire. Do what you want to do. Live your life. And you hear the the older man's like, I'm still spry enough. I can do whatever I please. I don't need any young whippersnappers like you telling me that I can or cannot work my own land. And it's hilarious to you because the other guy's like in his 60s. He's not a young whippersnapper. Um, but yeah, this is just the, the conversation that's happening. Do they say where the land is at all during the conversation? No, but based on what you've seen of their horses and the fact that neither of them have any packs or anything, you're assuming it's within an hour or two ride of of the Midway Tavern. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. A thought occurs. <laughs> is this Aaron's grandfather? This lips hurt. Are you okay? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll keep my conspiracy theories to a minimum. No. <laughs> Please provide. Hold on. Let Arthur get out his uh, tinfoil hat. And I said, is this Aaron's grandfather? Do they have a similar bone structure at all? Uh, no. Interesting. All right, cool. Did their house... Um, Juliet's family. Does there another house around the bar anywhere, or is it has to have been somewhere else? They have a. T this is a huge establishment, and they have like a whole U-shaped hallway of rooms upstairs. I might pull out the book that I got um, from Edhara and like look at it. Like I'm just studying it some more. Okay, roll me an Arcana check on the book. Has it been a minute since she left? Is it seemingly taking a while? No, I mean, after about a minute, she'll come back. Okay, I just want to make sure. Uh, 19. Okay. Zem, so, you take a look at this book, um, and it's still blank. Uh, you do a couple things. You take a pen, and you try to write on it with ink, and the ink beads off the page. Almost like the page is uh, rejecting it. And you try to rip one of the corners and the pages won't tear. There's something going on with this book. Um, but you haven't figured out exactly what it does yet. What would you... Is there anything else you would like to try? So knowing that she was a hunter and like violent... I want to see if there's, like, I'll get my dagger out and, like, poke my thumb and, like, put, like, blood on the, just, just, like, a thumbprint in, in, like, a corner or something. When you press the blood to the page and pull your hand away, the blood does not bead. It stays there, almost like ink on a page. But after watching it for maybe 
30 seconds or so, it almost seems to absorb into the page and is gone. Great. Okay. Some of the um, magical ink that I have for like writing in my spell book, I want to do like a, a dot of that specific type of ink and see if it does anything. So when you take that that magic ink and you write on the page, the line does not stick to the page. It still just continues to bead away like the rest of the ink. However, as you're doing that whole process, you're getting the magic ink out. You're getting the quilt. You're getting ready to, to write. Um, you do the line. It starts to bead. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. A line of text appears in the book. And it says, who is this? Does it appear in blood or ink? I write. It looks like it's blood. Um, and lawsuit. Good, good game, guys. Yeah. I mean, we'll cut that. Um, so I'm going to, like, n- nudge Char. Um, what? What? Char, you see the words, who is this, question mark, in the book. And as you're both reading them, they just sort of disappear. What the fuck was that? And as that's happening, Juliet comes back out of the back. What the fuck was high? <laughs> and uh, she hands you a key to room number one. And she says, um, yeah, mother is, is you know, happy that you're here. Can, you know, some of the, the money that you guys owe us can help pay for grandfather's doctors and stuff. So um, we're really, we're really grateful. She's making some food for you guys. Do you guys want anything to drink? Two ales, if you have them. Yeah, that's great. Is there anything that we can we can do to help out? Um, do you need some help in the kitchen? Oh no, uh, mother has it back there. There's not many people here. There's not a lot to cook. Um, no, I think I think everything's everything's okay. A bit of an odd question. Um, I'm fairly adept with. Um, things of the medical variety. Um, can I offer my assistance to your grandfather? Oh. And I'll pull out the one remaining use of my healing kit. Oh, um, I mean, well, he doesn't really need bandage. Can you heal broken arms? I can at least make sure it's set. It will heal correctly. And just keep in mind, like, I am not telling the truth. Okay, um, yeah, he's, um, he's upstairs. Um, do you want to come upstairs? I'll, I'll show you. Sure. Um, I'm, and she looks at you, Zamira, and she's like, I can't remember what you said your name was. I'm sorry. Um, what's your name again? It's Charlie. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that rings a bell. Um, do you mind just watching down here for a minute? Sure. Okay. Does she seem weird? She does seem weird. She seems weird in this moment. Your insight was a 10, though. You can tell she seems weird, but you're not really sure why. Sure, yours was a 17. Um, She seems, like, shifty. Like, she doesn't really want to take you upstairs. Yeah. I'm going to kind of be 
excruciatingly careful with this, but I kind of need to see what's going on. Okay. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, Come on. And she heads upstairs. Uh, when you get to the top of the stairs, the, the stairs kind of go in opposite directions. So room one is over here and like the last room is on this side and she goes to the other side. And she knocks twice on the door and she says, um, grandfather, it's... It's me. I'm just coming in to check on you. I have somebody here who uh, who wants to help. And she opens the door and you hear like a <clears throat> coming from inside and you see uh, the barkeep from the last time you were here. He is laying in the bed. Uh, his face looks like it used to be much more swollen, but it started to kind of heal up. Uh, his arm is currently across his chest in sort of like a makeshift sling. Um, and he has like one little candle burning. The curtains are drawn. Uh, he turns and he looks and he's like, who did, who did you bring? And she's like, Oh, um, some, I can, uh, I'm going to take a look at that arm for you, sir. He kind of squints. He's like, come into the room. Oh, I thought we were. Well, I assumed you were uh, in the doorway. And he's like, asking yeah, me to come in further. Uh, did she step into the room already? Yeah, yeah. she okay. she'll then, yeah, walk forward fine. and kind of step to the side. And you can tell she's like her guard is sort of her guard is sort of up. And uh he like squints and he looks at you and he's like, what are you doing here? Is this not enough for you? Um I happen to be fairly adept at all things medical, and um, we have since paid any um, repercussions that would have uh, been owed to you, and I think that I can do more, so I'm going to make sure your arm heals properly. And he looks like he's about to tell you off, and she's like, Grandfather, please, the... The doctor we found for you wasn't very good. They're they're more like take care of cows. Like, just let him let him look. And he he doesn't say yes. He doesn't say no. He just sort of like closes his eyes, and just sort of like nods his head and like tries to hold his arm out towards you. Um, Shar, make me a medicine check. Ooh, that's actually really good. Nineteen twenty one twenty seven with guidance. Okay. Shar, uh, the arm is broken in two places. Uh, it is broken down uh, in like the forearm area mm -hmm. once. And the actual like upper bone in the bicep is broken. And you know, based on your training, that he must have been hit hard if that happened. Because that is a big bone. His shoulder is also dislocated and has not been put back into place, which is probably where the majority of his pain is coming from whenever he moves. Okay. Let's, uh, let's get that, uh, shoulder fixed for you and we'll take a look at the arm in a minute. Okay. Uh, with the healing kit, could I feasibly just reset the arm? Sure. Yeah. If you expend the usage of your, of your healing kit, uh, you can take some time and put his shoulder back into place and get his arm bandaged properly. Um, and then what I intended on doing was if I can slip the sleight of hand correctly is cure wounds while I'm packaging the arm back together. Okay. Okay. You are doing that. And 
as you're like trying to move the arm back into place, he's like, oh, like grunting in pain because this is like straight agony. And as you're doing that, you place your hand and you cast cure wounds. And he's just like, oh, oh. What? Did that feel better? Yeah. How, how did you do? And like, he's still sore. It's going to take some time to heal, but he actually, he gets some like range of motion back. He's like, how did you? You got to stop dealing with doctors that help you with cows, sir. We don't, we don't have a lot of other, a lot of other options around here. I'm going to like, at this point, like scope the room out now that I've like finished what I needed to. What's your passive perception? 15. Um, this room is pretty bare. He seems like a bare bones kind of guy. However, uh, there are two pictures that catch your eye. Um, one of them is like a sketch of a much younger man that looks to be him, the barkeep, along with a woman on their wedding day. The other is a picture um, that looks like Juliet um, on, on a wedding day as well with a man who you haven't seen yet. And then it sort of strikes you that that's probably her mother whenever her mother got married aside from that there are there's some clothes laying on the ground there's a few little knickknacks here and there coat hung up on a hook but nothing crazy the only thing that does pique your curiosity is you start to get like a smell that wasn't in the room when you entered um it smells like like burning what we would consider like uh like a fireworks smell like it's now it did not happen before no it's just it now, now starting to really like get into the room did you draw that sir i'm going to try to pull attention to the pictures mm -hmm. and just kind of be like okay is there anything on fire that I can see is there smoke outside the window like anything well the curtains are pulled so you can and like these are dark blackout curtains so you don't see anything like okay. that okay if they are blackout curtains I'm going to try to slide a hand down the turkey the windows open okay so as you ask him if he drew those he's like oh um yeah I I did I uh I was I was in the war and uh I wanted to take uh you know something of my my loved ones with me so i made those drawings they're not great but they're mine they're very good and they're... you thaumaturgy the curtains and they sort of blow a little bit and as they open you notice that there is um like a like a smoke not like the whole place is on fire it looks like chimney smoke um but it has this like blue tint to it now, the smoke, it's coming from a chimney? Yeah, it's probably coming from the chimney of the, the tavern. Whoa. Must have been a pretty strong gust of wind there. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. And she kind of looks over and she sees the curtain open. And she's like, oh, well, Grandfather, do you want me to shut that? And we should probably let you, let you heal. And she goes over to the window and quickly closes the curtains. Um... Do you need anything, food or whatever? And he's like, "Oh, quit, quit worrying I'll, about me. I will. I'll, I'll leave get you better. both to it. I thank you for 
being so patient with us, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Griff, uh, I'll, I'll be back. And she's going to follow you out and shut the door. Thank you for helping yeah, him. It's quite literally the very least I could do. And as soon as I hit the stairs, I'm going to look at you and be like, something is fucking up. What have you been doing during this time, Zem? Um, so I don't, I haven't actually been taking action. Um, but I plan, I'm, I'm coming up with a plan and I'm writing in my journal of how I want to approach this, um, book of Adhara's. And I'm probably going to, um, I don't know if I have a spare inkwell, but I'm going to use something to collect some blood so that I can like write, um, in this at some point. Um, but I'm not going to I'm not going to do that with my own blood. Um, so what I'm hoping to do is maybe like go back in the kitchen and see if they've slaughtered something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, I don't know if I can do that or not. Um, so actually I think what I do want to do is see if I can kind of like peek my head around, like sneak back and like peek my head around and say like, Hey, can I help you or whatever? Um, okay. while he's doing that. Okay. You, can easily do that. Juliet's upstairs. She can't stop you. So you go behind the bar and you peek your head behind the door. And um, when you when you do so, you hear a woman in there say, oh, um, Julie, is that you? And like, I can't see anyone. She's so the way this opens, the door is kind of like a like a swinging door. Right. Mm -hmm. And when it opened the door would have been blocking her right okay um but she's on the other side where the kind of the hearth and the cooking area is but if you kind of enter a little further you can see her she looks exactly like juliet just maybe like 20 years older um yeah i mean i would just say no i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm um my name's charlie and i i just got a room here i've um i feel really bad about this situation uh from before and I just wanted to see if I could offer my assistance. Oh, oh dear. Um please, don't don't worry don't worry about it. Not not at all. And now you're seeing her, she's using uh like a billows almost and like pumping it a ton, uh trying to get the smoke to go up the chimney. But you see that there's something burning in the hearth that is giving off like a blue smoke. Because I, I, I would have continued to poke. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to. So I didn't want to make her feel like I was being aggressive. Yeah. But I'm, I am trying to go in. So I would have gone in as far as I thought was respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so she's just like, oh, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, dear. Um, just head back. I'm sure Julie will be down in a second. Um, and she's, she's sort of like not quite hearing you. Uh, but you can tell she's getting frazzled now so but when i would have seen the smoke and how hard she's up uh, oh my gosh like are you okay and i would have like come in further because like okay so you see that there is a pouch that is mostly burnt at this point in the hearth and from that pouch whatever's burning there is like a a deep blue smoke that is supposed to be going up the chimney but it's kind of billowing out a little bit into the room and she's trying to use the billows to push it back up the chimney. Does it smell like anything? It does. It smells like fireworks. What we would say fireworks smell like. We haven't used sending today, have we? You have not. 
when we come down the stairs, is she going to be there or is she going to be in the kitchen? So what do it you depends. do? It depends. Yeah, so I, I would have, um, like, does, uh, so I know the smell. I know what it looks like. Um, I just would have said like, oh, okay, if you're sure. And I, I would have gone back. But certainly, yeah, just, just take a seat at the bar. Okay. Okay. And as you're coming back out, a little confused walking around the bar to take your seat uh, is when Char is coming, hits the top of the stairs, and you guys make eye contact. Okay. Very loudly, I'm going to say, I'm just going to make sure the horse is tied up. Uh, I'll be right back. Oh, and I'm going to hand, did you pay her already for anything? No. I'm just going to give her a platinum piece and say this should cover us for any of the damages that happened. She looks in her hand, and then she looks at you. Oh, I'm not staying to look long enough. Just I'm going to catch a quick glance and go. Okay, I'm just telling you. Because if Zem, if Zem is looking at you, Zem would see this. She looks at it, and then she looks at you as you run down the stairs. And Zem, you see a look of, like, guilt. Like, guilt on her face. Okay. All right. Everything go okay? Oh yeah, he was um he was uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, he was he was able to help grandfather and she um she comes down the stairs and she walks over and she goes to the back of the bar and you can tell she's just trying to keep herself busy at this point like her nerves are sort of shot. And uh, she picks up some glasses and she's cleaning them and she oh I should check I should check on mother. I should check on mother and she walks back. Well, before she gets back that far, I, oh, she's she's fine. I I checked on her a minute ago, but mostly just because I was going to help. Um, but oh. yeah, no, that's our that's our Xander. He's always helpful and he cares about everybody. Yeah, yeah, he seems um, he seems really nice. Yeah, I'm I'm not quite as nice. I I, I would like to be, but it, he got all of it. I I see that. Um. Excuse me, and she just walks back into the back. Uh, Char, when you get outside, you can see that there is a a blue, deep blue indigo smoke that is coming out of the chimney and sort of like rising up into the air. Do I know what this would be at all? I mean, seems like smoke signals. This is not a big leap to make. I'm going to unhook the horses and get them ready to go. Okay. And I'm going to calmly walk into the bar. Mm-hmm. When I go take a drink of my ale, I'm going to tip it over. Okay. Like accidentally. Or big ass air quotes. Okay. You tip it over. It spills just as she's walking back out and she's brought um, oh, some I'm plates for you both. And she's sorry. Like, Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I I brought some food uh for the two of you. Uh mother just made it quickly. It's just some some of the the soup that we make. Uh and there's two big bowls of like a corn chowder type soup with some crusty bread. Uh and she sits them down a little off to the side at first and she gets some towels and she's like, "I I'll clean I'll clean this up. Don't worry. You've done so much already." Um and she's quickly trying to clean up the bar. It's 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 fine. I'm going to Go upstairs, and as I'm walk up the stairs, I'm just gonna go get ready for the room, and I'm gonna look at Zem and be like, "We've gotta go!" Like with my eyes, like we've gotta go. So um, he's gonna go up to the room, 
and fully intend on just jumping back out the window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're going upstairs, but I'm not going upstairs. I'm going outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go. I'll go get our bags. Uh, uh, at this point, uh, Juliet sort of looks up and she's like, "Oh, um, but wait, don't. Oh, I can help you. Just give me a minute. I'll clean this up and I'll help you get the bags. I'll meet you outside." Okay, and she's like quickly. She kind of like abandons. She's like trying not to look too. She's like, I'm gonna shut the door behind me, and I'm gonna mound Earth right up against that door. All right. All right. Let's see if I triple that one that's falling out of the, the window again. Uh, Shar, you throw open the window and you look out. And the last time when you were jumping out of the window, there was like the half roof, uh, horse carport thing i didn't know what to call it last time i don't know what to call it now out that you guys jumped onto and then jumped down yeah that's what (laughs) and jumped down to the ground um but this time there is nothing like that it's almost like she convinced you to take this room for a reason so it's a 20 foot drop to the ground there is nothing i can grab on at all i mean there's another windowsill that is of the essence what Time is of the essence. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to dangle from the windowsill and, like, push off of the wall and try to tuck and roll and mitigate as much damage as possible. Okay. Uh, Roll me an acrobatics check. All right. Let's do this shit. Uh, 15 plus 4. So 19. All right. We'll say you take two points of fall damage. but you thank Jesus. You mitigate most of it as you push off and roll. You just kind of like stub your toe a little bit, but you're fine. Uh, and as you're doing that, you see them melt, mold, that's the word, mold earth up against this door. And she's just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And the two of you start running over toward That was a smoke signal. We got to fucking go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, at this point, you guys I'm gonna, get. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, I'm going to, I'm actually going to um, cast fog cloud. And uh, so it, it doesn't. When I cast this fog cloud, it doesn't look like your normal fog that comes in off the hills, like in a in a valley or whatever. This looks dark. It is almost like night is falling. Um, it's inky and deep and um, very unnerving. Okay. As you do that, are you guys taking the cart when you run? Your cart has a lot of good stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah, we're just trying to get out ahead of whoever's chasing us. Just want to make sure. So you guys hop in the cart, hitch the horse, reins, whatever, and you take off. Are you just heading north still? Towards the garden, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. You cast the car, the fog cloud, and it sort of it begins to obscure the area around you, and you hear the front door of the the tavern starting to like smash against this earth, smash, smash, and eventually it pushes it out of the way, and you guys are, we'll say, 40, 50 feet down the road away from the tavern. She runs around the side and sees you, and she just screams at you, "Why did you have to come back? You think I wanted to do this?" You guys don't have to respond. Yeah, I'm not going to respond. Are you kidding me? And she just sort of watches you go, and then she'll turn around and go back into the tavern. The next time we come through here, I'm going to own this tavern. Okay. 
I'm really tired of people turning on me. Okay, noted. <laughs> Don't you ever turn on me. <laughs> yeah. I will kill you. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. I know. <laughs> that hurts me a little bit. That really hurts me a little bit. Why would that hurt you? I know you're not going to stop me. Okay, good. Because the way you sounded like, I, you can't stop me. Oh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that's literally how it sounded. <laughs> it was just like, I'm not going to stop you. Like, I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't stop me. I mean, I am angry, but not with you. <laughs> <laughs> that literally defies our entire relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I am angry, not with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is at you, not to you. <laughs> to you, not at you? Bless you. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> you head down the road. Um, at this point, it is pushing 7 p.m. You have maybe an hour and a half of daylight left. Uh, what are you guys doing? What's the plan? I say we push as much as we can until it go the sun goes down. Yeah, we push as much as we can, but I do want to talk to you about this book. Okay. So that sentence that you saw before, I didn't I didn't write that. That appeared. It it appeared. So everything that I have tried with this freaking book, I can't rip the pages. I can't write on it. I can't there's indentations where clearly someone has written, but I can't get a good grip on what was written in it. It's not normal. Okay, so what what triggered it to write it? I put some of my blood on it. And I wasn't going from, you know, my blood. It's just that, like, I wasn't going to steal someone else's. But I I put some blood on it, just, just a drop, just in the corner. And then it's like this message popped up. So it feels like this has the ability to communicate with someone somewhere. Do you think any blood would work? I am hoping that that's the case. Because I was going to see about, like, a butcher or something. Hmm. Well, I don't want to use any more of my blood, and I don't want to use your blood because... We don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. Maybe we can try hunting tonight. Sure. Okay. I don't know how to do that, but, uh... We're not going to do it very well, probably. Do we set, like, a trap or something? I don't. I have. Let's just get out of out of view right now, and yeah. then we'll figure it out. Oh hell yeah! I love that I have spells always prepared. <laughs> it's not good spells, but like in this case, it's going to work out because I've got sleep, which means I'm going to. Oh god, I'm going to kill a rabbit. You're going to kill a rabbit. Unfortunate. Uh, so if we, whenever we get to where we're, um, going, uh, as far as where we end up with camp, we pull the wagon off. I'd like to see, um, actually hold. Before I forget, this is a covered wagon, right? This isn't just an open wagon. No, it is an open wagon. Okay. You had a tarp that you used to cover most of the stuff whenever it rained, but it is open. Okay. I just couldn't remember. Yeah. Never mind. I was going to minor illusion a bush. But it only lasts for a minute, so every minute I'd have to be like, <laughs> yeah, not chanting bush all night long. Oh, God. Somebody coming down the road, they just hear, bush. <laughs> you're, just, you're just doing it in your sleep, like in a rocking chair, just bush, bush, mm -hmm. bush. Mm -hmm. 
What did you meditate about? Oh, shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> we need a shrubbery. <laughs> All right. Uh, somebody roll me a survival check to find somewhere good to park the wagon tonight. Got you. I do actually got you. 15 plus... 20. Dirty. All right. Uh, you travel until it is dark out. Uh, and eventually you find an area where there's actually a decent amount of greenery and bushes. As you're heading north, you start to get in the area which is less cleared out. Um, you would know this because the garden is... Uh, is in that same place. Um, you find a way to park the wagon off the road where it's not immediately obvious, especially in the dark. And the two of you begin to make camp. Are you having a fire? What are you doing? Let's hold on the fire yeah. for now. Agreed. Okay. And then I'm going to try to... I'm going to climb a tree and just kind of scope out and see if there is any kind of wildlife around us. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll me another survival check. This time for hunting. Significantly less. 7, 10, 15. All right. You do see some small game. Rabbits, squirrels, birds, things like that. Okay. I'm going to try to get... Sleep is a 20-foot sphere. So I'm going to try to get as many of them as I can. All right. Uh, you... <laughs> Pick a point and you cast sleep. Roll me your uh, sleep HP total. Uh, 20. With 20? <laughs> you see uh, there was a rabbit that sort of hopped out. It just sort of like falls over asleep. And then the worst part is you still have to like snap its neck or whatever. <laughs> I didn't think this through. You're watching. And the spell, like, hits this tree, right? And all of a sudden, like, thump, thump, thump. <laughs> <laughs> there are, like, 19 squirrels, birds, whatever, just falling. This tr there's just raining small mammals out of this tree. Um, He's just staring at, like, for 30 seconds, going to be like, oh, and one snowy white owl that just sort of falls out of the hole in the tree it was living in on the ground. And it dies from impact. Oh, most, no. of, most of them are just dying when they hit the ground because of the impact damage. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. When does this go out? When does the sleep go away? I think it's a minute. Never. The only thing that's going to survive this is the rabbit. <laughs> the rest of them all died from impact. God. <laughs> I feel like Mila would like a lot of this stuff. Okay. <laughs> All you have to I'm do. I'm just gonna go up to the rabbit. You just <laughs> the one. <laughs> I'm gonna pick it up and hold it. Like I'm sorry. It's dead animals. Wait, did you walk into the sphere? Like, are you good to be in the sphere? Yeah, it, it's an instantaneous. It doesn't last. It's just whoever it's affected. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Um. I'm not going to kill it. I'm just going to hold it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, as soon as it wakes up, I'm probably just going to let it go. It's just like, Shore. no. no. Shore has his Lenny moment. <laughs> He's just <laughs> rocking with his rabbit. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, 
All right. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's going to wake up and be like, uh, and it's going to be like, uh. <laughs> you just have to detach. So now you psychopaths are draining the blood of 19 small I'm not, I don't need the blood of 19, but like this snowy owl, though, <laughs> this has a decent volume of, of blood and the feathers can be used for things and Shar's just traumatized in the corner. <laughs> like this, this was not how this was supposed to go. Don't be such a bitch. Just get in the cart. I'll handle it. He's gonna let the buddy go. Sorry, friend. <laughs> I'm gonna point at it. I'll get you next. Time. <laughs> <laughs> if everything is already dead, he can help pick it up. It's just like, oh, it's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a good minute. Yeah, until all of a he's fell just out like, the tree's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll walk around and I'll I'll pick. I'll pick them up and I'll put them in a pile. And like, I'm not like tossing them. I'm being respectful, but like, they've already given their lives. Might as well put them to good use. Lest it be in vain. <laughs> um, so you do that and you have a decent pile of dead small animal bodies now. Um, are you going to... What what are you what are you gonna do with these bodies? What are we what are we doing? Would it be too fucked up to use Yes, if you have to ask, yes. One of the feathers from the owl to dip in its own blood and write in the book with it. I think that is a beautiful visual and we should run with it. All right. Okay. Sure. Uh you still not thinking about leaving yet or No, I'm 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 good. <laughs> I'm good. How do you think people get components? Like, throw back to the synopsis. It's, I understand it. I just, I was expecting one, maybe two. And then he looks at the pile, but 19. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. So, so when you're an initiate at the school, <laughs> there are certain tasks that you have to do to both appreciate the value of the items as well as know how to do this in situations where you might find yourself on the run in the middle of the woods with your childhood friend. I didn't realize that was a course. <sighs> it's not. It's more like grunt work that they give you that you have to do. Um... Anyway, if you can't handle 19, you would really hate Reaping Day. <laughs> Noted. Reaping He's just going to have to like... It's quarterly. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to get a resolve. Just, okay, okay. Do you dead. Like, it just, ever... He needed like five minutes to be like, oh, I killed 19 things and that was not what I meant to do. I meant to just <laughs> let like some things sleep I'm just, and pick one or two. I'm just trying to... I'm trying to make you feel better um, and trying to, like, be mm, factual about things to, like, not think about the, like, cute, cuddly side of things because they're dead now. <laughs> um, but, like, have you ever wondered where the binding comes from for your books? Like, the books that are out there. Like, the like what holds it all together? Because, like, cotton will fall apart much faster than, like cat guts do uh 
I wasn't before. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to help. I'm going to start plucking feathers. I think that's a good thing for me. I need time. I'm going to need a minute. All right. So beaks, claws, keep those. Okay. <laughs> you guys set to some disturbing work. <laughs> Um, and uh, just every, every bird, like feather, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys, it's, it's disturbing, but at the end you end up with, I, you know what? I don't want to put a number on this a lot. <laughs> you have a never ending supply of bird feathers. Yeah, and this is why bones, have, beaks, claws, bones, beaks. Yeah. <laughs> have an extra bag. This is why we have extra bags, kids. <laughs> the bag of holding is now just like this, uh, pocket dimension filled with I want somebody to, if somebody kills us, to just open the bag. Oh my God! Like getting hit with a pillow. Explodes with feathers. Um, Oh God, they're baby birds! uh, But yeah, so eventually you finish all the dirty work. Uh, It's really gross. Uh, Shar, anything else you want to accomplish before bedtime? Nope, I'm pretty stock full of emotional damage at the minute. All right. Uh, Zem, anything else you want to accomplish before bedtime? Kind of, but... I, I thought don't... you were going to write tonight. I am. Okay. I don't think the world is prepared. <laughs> we need to get a couple more levels in. Because <laughs> the... um Mobile that I had in my brain... We'll, we'll keep that under wraps for now. <laughs> oh, God. It's uh, horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to um, take some of the the blood from the... I'm just going to... So I'm assuming that the snowy owl was the biggest thing here. It, it was, yeah. Um, so I'm going to use the blood from that. Um, and I'm going to rewrite the same sentence that came up before. Okay. Uh, you go in and you, you write, who is this in the, (laughs) and, uh, the look on Arthur's face (laughs) right now, and, um, the blood beads off the page. All right. So then I'm going to go to a mammal. (laughs) Hold on. Let that settle into Arthur's consciousness. (laughs) The blood beads off the page. Uh, we don't i'll go to a mammal next okay uh same thing yeah you uh do it with squirrel blood and it beads off the page bad news what what, what's up and he like finally like you see that he's getting like a little like okay it's okay everything's fine i'm sorry why what's up so um, I appreciate everything that you did. Okay. But this is useless as far as the book is concerned. What, what do you mean? We had a theory. We tested it. It was unsuccessful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, um, I'm going to need a minute. 
Um, just and he's gonna walk straight into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on that side. Um, so you see him in the background, just walks the other way. <laughs> yeah, as you're walking away, a for effort, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, that test was unsuccessful. Um, anything else you want to accomplish before bedtime? And are you taking watches? I'm gonna set alarm. If we set alarm, we've been okay so far. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, are you guys sleeping in the cart, under the cart, near the cart, in a tree? There's one now free of life. So, the tree, the free of life tree, I think we should move the cart to the free of life tree. And, and then I would like to take the tarp that was over the covering the stuff and just is there enough to extend it out so that we're sleeping like under the tarp but not yeah. under the cart yeah that's a good idea hmm. okay you do that and most of the evening goes by without issue wait right before we fall asleep okay. like right before we fall asleep i'm gonna be like man reaping days were wild Char doesn't sleep. <laughs> he just like turned over, like facing away from Zem, just eyes wide open, bloodshot the entire night. Just what the fuck just happened? <laughs> no, um, no, he's fine. Not really, but he's he's fine enough to sleep. Uh, about midway through the night, Zem, something pointy stabs you in the forehead. I'm sorry. There's no damage involved. But it definitely feels like you just got stabbed in the forehead. Um. All right. Uh, I go back to sleep now. <laughs> I'm going to flail. Okay. You flail striking Char. <laughs> and Sit like, up. and scramble, like scramble up, um, like onto, onto my, like onto my haunches. Is that how that goes? Where Stand I'm like, up. I'm like, like. Kneeling, I'm still under the tarp. Like I'm kneeling, but not on my knees. Like on my on my feet. Okay. Ha- I don't know what that's called. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay. Uh, but you you scramble up and you rub your forehead and you look and there's like a paper airplane that had struck you in the forehead and landed there. And as you look down, it starts to unfold itself. Okay, but I'm note. gonna I'm gonna look up and around. Like Shar's freaking out because you smacked him in the nose. It's just it's super. There's yeah. something going on. So he's like flailing but moving. You can see further than me. Is there someone out there? You no. both are looking around. There's nothing. You don't hear anything. There's nobody around you. No, here, I'll show you. I'm going to smack you on the shoulder. 300 feet of night vision. And, like, the alarm never went off, right? The alarm never went off. So, I'm sorry. So, it unfolded into, like, a oh, note. Like a note. Is, yeah. Like, with, like a handwritten like I can, letter. Like, there's actually. Yeah. All right. So, I'm going to read it. Okay. You pick up Wait, I'm sorry. What else does it look like? Like, I know it's a handwritten note, but, I mean, is it, like, parchment? Is it, like, cu- is it. Is it meant for writing letters? Is it like ripped off? This is expensive. You, now that you're looking at it, you have probably seen stuff like this before. It is a paper bird. Um, they are incredibly expensive. Uh, they cost upwards of ten gold each. Oh, I love these. Yeah, the only time you've seen these things is every once in a while you'd see one of them zipping out of the headmaster at school's office window, and he's. Or she's really the only person who could afford them to use them. Did you make these or did you find them somewhere? 
What? I think they're from the um. Or, or are they from Waterdeep? I think they're from Waterdeep. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but when you pick it up, the, a smell, <laughs> a smell hits you. What does your mom's perfume smell like? Chanel number five. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect. Uh, that smell immediately hits you. Okay. And as you read it, it says, Zamira, I am many things, but you know I would never hurt you. I let you go for a reason. Keep being clever. You've thrown us off your scent. I am not your enemy, but my people are. I cannot protect you, and I'm sorry your father failed. Love, D. Ew. I'm going to crumple it. And then... Was that an important piece of paper? Yeah. Fuck, dude! <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I'm going to, like, cross my arms and sit there. And then I'm going to look at it. And then I'll go over and I'll uncrumple it. Oh, hey, it's like Shard, episode one. Smooth it out. I know. And then I'll fold it carefully and I'll put it in my notebook. Um, it's nothing. Let's go back to bed. Oh, Shard's just still like scoping the forest to make sure nothing else is actually there. <laughs> because I had a leg cramp and went off mic for like five solid minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, Charles, when after you get done looking around, there's nothing out there. You come back, you see them holding the paper. She looks kind of upset when she sees you coming back. She folds it back up and puts it away. Says it's nothing. You your can... passive, yeah, your passive insight is high enough to know she's upset. I think we should get some sleep and we can talk about it in the morning. I'll be fine. Okay. All right. The rest of the night goes off no issues nothing attacks you you wake up in the morning things seem pretty calm uh you have breakfast and you set off towards the garden we are going to fast track the rest of the travel and when we get to episode 16 we're going to be at the garden we'll see you there hello and thank you for listening to slay the stars i am definitely not an ai version of arthur polino we would like to remind you to go to the Slay the Stars official site for merchandise. Thank you and have a nice day. Okay, listen here, you AI son of a bitch. Ouch. Hey, man, this is my job, okay? I'm the one that sits in the basement. I'm the one that does this shit, okay? I got beaten to shit last week with a fireball. You are not taking this away from me. But Arthur, this is going to make things easier for you. AI son of a bitch, come here. Ouch. 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 Aw, flying spinjit! Oh, it appears as though you've fallen down. Can I be of assistance? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can, uh, you can go ahead and finish the promo. Oh, my back. Ow, 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 ow. Hello, and thank you for listening. Oh, come on, you already did that part. Just, just fast forward, fast forward to the thank end. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, screw to it. To slay the stars. Find our socials at slaythestars.com. Thanks for listening. Persomnia at Astra. And as always, stay tuned. Uh, okay, quick, call for help. Casting Fireball. No, not again! 
Our awesome intro music is brought to you by the one and only Isaac Viers. Character designs by the lovely Cam Gonzalez. Produced by our very own Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer, the one, the only, the me, Jen Kearney. And last but not least, our audio engineer, Arthur Bellino. Thanks for listening.